Vietnam is forecasted to be one of the fastest growing economies in the world, despite the impact of COVID-19. To understand the dynamics behind Vietnam's miracle growth, we meet with business leaders in our Vietnam Innovator series every two weeks to understand the future of work, how to build and lead teams in Vietnam, and how to make the most out of this once in a lifetime growth opportunity in this emerging market. We'd also like to give a big thanks to our sponsors, GeoHealth. Sonatus, a new premium office building in Saigon CBD, has some of the highest concentration of multinationals and Vietnam's industry champions. Shopee, Friesland Campina, WeWork are just some of the names here. So what is the story of this new building in the middle of Saigon's beloved Japantown in District 1? You're listening to Vietnam Innovators with me, your host, Hao Tran, and this week we're logging on with the director, or also known as the property concierge of Sonatus, The Century, and Orbital, Greg Ohan. The Aussie entrepreneur swapped Sydney for Hoochman City 10 years ago, working for real estate giants CBRE, JLL, and a joint venture business funded by private equity firm Warburg Pincus along the way. Now, Greg and his team are managing a collection of new innovative projects in real estate, starting with a premium office building making waves in the industry, a new property management firm, and another office park project in what was previously referred to as Vietnam's Silicon Valley 10 years ago. Here now is Greg Ohan with a story where he also offers some valuable advice for those investigating a real estate venture in Vietnam. Hi everybody, this is Hao Tran, I'm the CEO of Vietcetera, and welcome to the Vietnam Innovator Series. Good morning, guys. Um, it's Friday here at the Vietcetera office, and we're super happy to welcome Greg Ohan, a very good friend of ours. He's the director at Sonatus, and also of The Century. Uh, co-founder actually as well. Although you're, I, from what I understand, your titles are a little bit different. So instead of me um, making these assumptions this morning, how about uh, Greg, you introduce yourself to our readers this morning. Hey guys, how's everyone going? How? Good to see you this Friday. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about myself. I've been in Vietnam over 10 years. Mm. Uh, but my latest venture, I guess the reason why we're here, it's a pretty exciting one actually. It's uh, mainly real estate related. Um, so I've recently founded a new uh, management agency mm -hmm. called The Century, T-H-E-S-E-N-T-R-Y. Okay. Basically means The Guardian. It's an asset management, real estate management firm mm. uh, and partnered with uh, another local partner. And mm -hmm. uh, as you mentioned, our, our first project's a building called Sonatus. So uh, in terms of titles, kind of a jack of all trades at the moment, mm -hmm. but... Uh, I'd like to call myself a property concierge. Cool. Yeah. So what does that mean for the vision of the, of the, the project? Because property concierge, it's a lot more casual, a lot more informal, in, in, a, in a, hopefully a good way, obviously. And you know, most real estate firms and, and real estate uh, staff, they're always in suits. They're looking really professional. What is the vibe that you want to give off at Sonatus in the century? Yeah. Yeah, look, it's, um, it's, it's something which this whole idea was a sort of demand-driven concept. So real estate's so stale. Um, and the way the market is in Vietnam, if you look at the types of 
office occupies because we're focused on the commercial section. Mm. Um, the biggest drivers, we don't have a big banking sector. We don't have a big finance sector like Singapore and Hong Kong. You know, so most of the people aren't coming to work in three-piece suits. The average age of a person is under 25 or 30. Mm. You know, in our project, we've got tenants like TikTok, Shopee, uh, Foodie. I'm probably the oldest person in most of the buildings mm. I'm in. So um, there's a kind of two-pronged approach in what we're trying to do. We're trying to be innovative. Uh, we're trying to be disruptive in terms of what we provide by service, quality, technology. But also we're trying to bring a bit more of a human element, um, a bit more of a uh, experience mm -hmm. to the management side of a, of a property, which, um, you know, after spending 10 years here and having worked on some of the biggest projects, including this one here when mm -hmm. it was built, um, it's something that's lacking. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far, it's it's going well. Excellent, yeah. great. And uh, maybe you can share more about your experience too. You've, you've been here ten years. Uh, from what I remember, you've worked at JLL, Warburg Pincus, was it? Yeah. And maybe you can share about how those experiences kind of led you to where you are now, because those are you know very large companies. They've been around for centuries. Maybe I'm I'm not even sure. Um, what did you learn there that kind of informed starting your new kind of ventures today? Yeah, look, it's an interesting one because my career journey really, really started in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. um, I, I always worked in real estate. I started in Australia, in Sydney, where I'm from, mm -hmm. then transferred to Hong Kong, worked there for a while. And I actually came when in my early 20s, I'm not that old now, but uh, I came backpacking here in mm -hmm. Vietnam. And I was like, dude, if I can find a real job, I would come back to this country in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So in 2010... Uh, back when the Vietnam market was toxic, no one really mm. wanted to come here. It was still very frontier. Mm. Um, you know, it, uh, it wasn't a place where a, a senior executive in his family would really want to move. Mm. So naturally, I put my hand up. And I came here in 2010, end of 2010 with CBRE. Mm. Um, great experience, phenomenal company. I worked them, for them for 10 years. And um, yeah, it was a very different game. Um, you know, real estate in terms of innovation was pretty Spartan. Very you low know, priority. Very low priority. It was mm. very build it and they will come. Mm. You know, um, Vietnam or Ho Chi Minh is still one of the best performing office markets, mm. not because of the extremely high demand and big space users. It's really because of supply and demand. So mm. people, well, developers haven't really had to be innovative. Um, agencies really haven't had to think outside the box um, because it was quite an immature market, people just saw a foreign brand mm -hmm. and they associated quality and experience. Um, but, um, you know, that's where I sort of started off. And then I moved into development, worked for a, a PE fund, JV, with Beckhamex and Warburg Pincus for a short time. Mm. Then uh, after a while, I moved back to Australia last year and um, realized that wasn't a good move. Mm. Um, had huge FOMO. I could just see Vietnam in the headlines constantly. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. this was the pre-COVID world mm -hmm. um, when it, everything was rosy and optimistic. And so in January, I came back working with um, some good friends of mine, a family I'd worked with in the past. They own a building called Sonatist. And uh, we started working together. Um, they developed an amazing project. Um, one of the newest grade, uh, I'd call it a premium grade office building downtown. And uh, they finished that building in December, managed to commit some great tenants like WeWorks headquarters, Friesland Campina, you know, big local champions like ACFC, IPP. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then what we saw was that there was a need to provide, well, there's this misconception that foreign brands and foreigners tend to do a better job because of experience. So a lot of developers would hire an agency to provide a brand mm. to give a lot of the tenants confidence when they moved in. And uh, look, that's great. Uh, but when he came to delivery, we saw gaps and um, working with the developer, what we realized was there was a big focus in, you know, commercial real estate on bringing tenants into the buildings. You know, mm -hmm. that's where people get paid and make money. But what we realized was there was a missing link in the asset management piece or adding value to the asset, mm -hmm. taking care of the asset, looking after it technically, commercially. That area was lacking. That's probably the least sexiest part of real estate. I'm mm. talking about complaints, cleaning toilets, mm. making sure security guards have their hat on straight, making sure people pay rent on time. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, that is the critical piece of adding value and uh, managing a building and maintaining tenants. Mm -hmm. So we saw a need for that and we decided that, you know what, we can actually do this. So my partner and I, uh, my business partners being a developer, um, had that experience in terms of managing assets from the technical side mm -hmm. and the operational side. Um, so what I realized was I can bring the commercial side and the operator side and the tenant experience you know, if I wasn't here, I, you know, I had opportunities to run some, you know, Fortune 500 agencies here, mm. but I, you know, wanted to create something because I really feel that in Vietnam, there's an opportunity here. Um, you've got dynamic young locals coming back, taking over family businesses, needing direction. Um, and what I've found is the workforce here, especially the younger workforce, you give them an idea, they do it better mm -hmm. than most people will, especially senior people. Mm -hmm. um, so what we decided was we were going to give it a crack and try and build a brand that focuses purely on international standard property management. Mm -hmm. So a bit like HSBC mm -hmm. being the world's local bank. Yes. You yeah, know, yeah. that idea or that concept of bringing international and making it local, we mm -hmm. kind of called it interlocal. Um, so that's what we're trying mm -hmm. to bring to the standard of management here. We haven't launched yet, but mm -hmm. um, we're currently working on one project and a couple more to come and uh, cool. it's an exciting ride. Yeah. Great. So we, we got the, the, the premium office tower, we've got Sonatus. And for those of you that don't know, Sonatus is a premium office tower right on Le Tantone Street, uh, right on the main street uh, in, near Japantown. Um, a fabulous best, little building. building in Not town. a little building, a very big building actually. It's got like <laughs> 5,000, well at peak occupancy, it'll be close to 5,000 tenants. Uh, and then we got Century. So that is uh, the disruptor and innovator that we're really um, wanting to learn more about today. So. Um, so, Greg, I mean, what are what are the key objectives of these projects? I mean, aside to make a robust business and hopefully, you know, um, make make sure that uh, the team and, and and the vision is fulfilled. But what what are those key objectives that you guys have? Um, what are and what are those key results that you would imagine having in five years? Like, where do you want the century to be? Hmm. Yeah, look, that's actually a good question. Hopefully, I'll work that out today. Hmm. But. Uh, <laughs> The, initially, the, our, our idea is to take what a big machine will typically do mm -hmm. um, and some of the big brands, you know, you've got some very big agencies here operating for a while um, and make it more adaptable to the local market. 
What people don't realize, especially downtown in Ho Chi Minh City, moving forward, this is a completely localized real estate developer market. Land availability is scarce. The available land is largely controlled by local groups or state owned. Mm. So you're not going to see many Hong Kong land, Capital Land, Maple Tree, those big Asian corporate brands developing office buildings downtown unless they've acquired it from someone. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I recognized and the first, I guess the vision we have is to cater for that market. Um, and so- Be a the, bridge in a way. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Build trust with these maybe skeptical or, but very hungry for deals. They're looking for high quality deals. You wanna be positioned as one of those, it sounds like. Yeah, pretty, that's partners. what we're trying yeah. to do. Yeah, we're really understanding that you know, a lot of developers here, again in Vietnam, this is a new market. People are building buildings for the first, second time. You know, mm. they really need someone that understands how to operate a building. They don't just need a brand to attract tenants. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. You know, what I've learned here is the second step is the most difficult step, the management, the continuity, mm -hmm. you know, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. And that's what's really lacked. And that's a lot of pain that developers have in the market. So what we've really tried to do is cater for that aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, in the future, the biggest developers in the next three to five years are going to be people who are building buildings for the first, second time. Mm. So they need real hands-on support, someone that's representing them and is on their side. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was, that's what was really lacking. So what we do is, you know, not like other agencies, we're not there to sell space. Mm -hmm. We're not there to make money off leasing. What we focus on is purely the management side. So we act as their in-house team. Mm -hmm. um, and our point of difference moving forward uh, is really the prop tech aspect that we're working on. And uh, it's a little bit uh, top secret, so I can't get into sure. too much of it. Uh, but that's really the disruptor element. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're working on prototypes at the moment, which will change the way people work. Mm -hmm. um, Excel 101 is what people are using at the moment. So mm -hmm. what we're hoping to do in the next 24 months is take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was my next question for you. Is like, what is the, obviously from a service side and, and your vision, it's very innovative and disruptive. From the actual product side, you know, this, this prop tech thing, um, maybe you can't share too much today, but I'd love to get your thoughts on prop tech in general in Vietnam, because we see this emergence of these prop tech companies, you know, they're addressing the consumer side, in your case, I guess, mostly commercial, um, even co-living, there's just so many different things going on. Um, wh what's, your, what's your take on prop tech in general, and maybe specifically in Vietnam? Is, are there any players that you see that to be potentially interesting? What, what kind of potential for disruption is there? Um, maybe we can comment with, uh, again, not what you're doing because it's not quite ready yet, but um, maybe what's out there currently. Yeah, uh, look, at the moment, there really isn't much out there. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the extent of technology at the moment in real estate, you see a lot of it in residential real estate where mm -hmm. you have a portal and an app. Yes. For a lot of people, that's a big step. If you're mm -hmm. over 40, Mm -hmm. downloading, downloading an app is probably the most high-tech thing you're going to do for a long time. Yes, yeah. um, so a lot of the people who the market caters to is that demographic. Mm. But moving forward, the decision makers aren't going to be people who are satisfied with an app mm -hmm. and a simple procedure that just merely involves logging into a website. Mm -hmm. um, so what we're trying to do is automate things. Mm. Um, who's doing it at the moment? I don't see much of it in our space. Mm -hmm purely because there's such a monopolized service provider market mm -hmm. where there's only one to two operators running it. Mm -hmm. And so they don't really necessarily need to think outside the box. 
Our goal is to disrupt that. Mm -hmm. um, we want to provide a, a, a product mm -hmm. that systemizes things, has everything in one place, mm -hmm. and gives developers the opportunity to not just see the technical operations, but also the commercial side. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about Sonatus and, and the Century. Tell us about the Orbital. So this is a new real estate development that's happening in the Guangzhou Software Park yeah, near the yeah. airport. Um, it's a huge campus and you guys have, have got a piece there and you're developing uh, Orbital 1.0, Orbital 2.0. What is that project? Can you share with us today? Yeah, sure. Look, it's, it's something we're really excited about. I mean, you were out there the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, what did you think of it? Had you ever been there before? I mean, it's it's really going out to uh, outside of the District One bubble. You know, it's, yeah. do I go out there a lot? No. Um, I'm sure a lot of university students there. That was the first impression that I got. It, it was very. Um, it's got a community in itself, you know, and, and hence the name, the software park, right? I think there's an engineering school nearby, universities, yeah. a lot of technology companies. Um, so what are, you, what are you guys trying to do there with Orbital? I mean, the name itself sounds pretty, um, you pretty know, cool, huh? uh, pretty cool, spacey yeah. and, and uh, what do you call it, futuristic. Um, what, what, is, what is the project all about? Yeah. Well, maybe let's go back one slide. Mm -hmm. I mean, what um, the, the developers, are, the developer group that I work for and represent, mm -hmm. who are also my partners, um, I think have really found a niche. Mm -hmm. So what we saw was a growing e-commerce tech platform driven occupier office user market. And uh, on their current project in Sonatus, we saw major drivers from this sector. Um, for a long time, the same group had a office building, which actually built for HP as a campus mm. 10 years ago okay. uh, in the Conchung Software City, QTSC. Mm. This place is amazing. I mean, you wouldn't even know it if you weren't looking for it, but it's a campus that's been around about 10 years, the largest IT park in Ho Chi Minh City. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, the idea was to make it a Silicon Valley of Ho Chi Minh City. And for some time, it's been a bit of a sleeping giant. The IT sector and the BPO sector in Vietnam's kind of lost out to the Philippines, mm -hmm. to India, but uh, we're expecting a big drive forward for this. And so recently there was a building which uh, they built and we're refurbishing and rebranding into Orbital. Orbital's a brand that the developer created focused purely on business park sector. Sonatus is their premium brand. Mm -hmm. Orbital is their more business park secondary market brand. Mm -hmm. um, so what we're looking to do there is really, again, create an alternative destination to people who don't need to be in the CBD. You know, with COVID going on, a lot of people trying to tighten their belt. What we're trying to provide is an ecosystem for tech-based companies who are looking for cost-sensitive real estate solutions. Um, somewhere where people can live, work, uh, entertain clients. You know, the, the buildings have a retail portfolio. Um, we're looking to potentially develop some other housing concepts close by. Uh, so that's the idea behind Orbital, really. It's mm. large tech-based BPO IT outsourcing companies mm. um, looking for space outside the CBD, but I guess more importantly, how? Looking for a place where they can secure good young talent because there's 20,000 people there in about two universities and mm -hmm. six technical colleges. It's an incubator just for talent and, and, and the next generation of those interested in technology, it seems. Yeah, it really, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a government IT park. But what we're trying to do is make it a little bit more open to a lot of more commercial organizations, make it less government feeling and more mm -hmm. commercial. Excellent. Great. Well, so 
three projects, a lot, a lot of things going on and, and more under wraps, I'm sure. Uh, you mentioned the housing project. I mean, aside from, you know, what's on the horizon in the next one or two years, what is that housing project that you're thinking of? Is that a new space that you're moving into as well? No, look, there's, there's a few things going on because what we're trying to do at Orbital, I mean, you're out there and you did a, I mean, you did a great job on our marketing on our previous project, so we might get you to help us out on this one. Too. Sure. Um, but the idea is, you know, at the park, you've got this captive ecosystem of 20,000 people. Um, you've got office space, you've got students coming from out of town, you know, co-working is a big concept we're looking at doing in our mm -hmm. building as well. Mm. Um, so again, ideas that we're toying with and playing with mm. to be able to create that destination is also co-living. Mm -hmm. You know, as the market opens up again, you know, people want to be close to where they work. Mm. You know, they want to work in an environment where it not just stimulates them work-wise, but they also have entertainment and they can congregate with people who are like-minded. Um, so, you know, that's something we might look into to later as well. Okay. Yeah. We've got big plans, but yeah. taking it step by step. For sure. Yeah. For sure. These real estate projects take, uh, you know, they don't, they're not overnight. They usually take a couple of years to, to really come to fruition. So yeah. um, we're really looking forward to seeing the results of not only Sonatus, but the Century, the Orbital, and any of these other projects that you're, you guys are working on. Um, Thanks for coming on the show today, Greg. It's been a pleasure to learn more about real estate and, and all things uh, that are going on in that space. And I'm sure our, our readers will, will be hungry for more. Um, if you guys are interested in learning more about Sonatus, we've got a ton of content on Vietcetera. Um, Greg and his team, they're, they're out there in the community and always eager to share. So hope to hear from them more. Uh, Greg, any, any last words you might want to share about uh, your, your project? No, look, uh, I think uh, it's, for anyone, it's an exciting time. Mm. Um, regardless of the fact that COVID's affecting everyone, I think this is a great time for people to innovate, for people to step back, plan and strategize um, and take advantage of this opportunity because a down market is where you can really take the next step and position yourself when things pick up. So that's all I'll say, even for office occupiers, you know, times are tough, but even landlords are open, you know, they'll do transactions and deals to... Mm to suit people. So, um, you know, we're in a little bit of a bubble here. Mm -hmm. um, we're kind of protected and insulated. It's still challenging, uh, but for anyone out there, there's still opportunities. And I guess the idea of today is the innovation aspect. This is a better time than any to start being innovative. Excellent. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in to the most recent episode of Vietnam Innovators. We're really, again, thankful for your time this morning, Greg, and uh, we hope to see you again soon. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. We'd also like to give a big thanks to our sponsors, Geo Health, our launch partner in this new series. Geo is one of the must-watch innovators in the technology and healthcare space in Southeast Asia. They are best known for their doctor-at-home services, introducing the likes of a new smart clinic at M Plaza in Saigon. For those interested in watching the technology and healthcare space, they are definitely one of the ones to watch. Yeah.